Welcome to the Sal Vetri Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the channel and the podcast. We have a massive 11 game, the Christmas Eve Eve slate today uh, in the NBA. 11 game slate. Excited to break it down for you on Monday morning right here. Before we get into it, welcome if you're new here. My name is Sal Vetri. I cover daily fantasy sports and really NFL, NBA, WNBA, MLB. We'll be doing PGA. All the sports we can just say. I have exclusive content on my Patreon. What that is, is it's linked up down below. If you're not sure, you can click on it. It explains everything that it is. More content going out over there, not only in the form of informational podcasts and live streams, but also my rankings, projections, lots of other things as well. Game by game knows. You can check that out over there. Check out my social medias. And linked up above, or really just a picture above, is drafters.com. We had a couple of drafts this past weekend for the NFL. One yesterday, I think I finished third. I just missed out on the money, I think. I have to go back in and check. Um, But we had eight people in there for a listener league, I think 12 the day before. So be sure to check that out. Uh, drafters.com, it's just a season-long snake draft. Well, it's similar to season-long how you draft, but it's a snake draft for Daily Fantasy. Check it out. You can get them linked up down below, drafters.com. Uh, pretty much you can go in there and you can build drafts for the NBA, NFL, whatever it might be. And if you want to do- if you want to if you want to deposit into drafters.com, it is promo code SAL100, 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 get you a 100% deposit bonus up to $50. So Check that out. I've been playing on drafters um, multiple times a week, uh, trying to get there daily for the NBA as well. So check that out. Let's get into the injuries. Hit the subscribe button before we get going. Appreciate that. Hit the five-star rate and review if you have a second over on the podcast version. To incentivize you, I'll be giving a $10 giveaway for this one. Favorite 6K play of the day. If you are a subscriber, have to be a subscriber, so subscribe on the podcast or on the YouTube channel, and hit the notification bell on YouTube to be entered into a chance to win $10 giveaway via PayPal or Venmo, whatever your, your, your preference is. I'll reach out to a winner. Favorite 6K play of the day. Starting with the injury news today, this is all grouped together, I believe it is, yes, um, no it is not, let me group this together quickly by team, it is grouped right now by salary, so we can hit on all the team news at once, so we have a, we have a decent amount of injury news, it's kind of normal for an 11 game slate, maybe a little bit more, but there's just a ton of news or a ton of player pricings that's wrong. So tons of players in the mid-range, the upper tier, the bottom that is playable today. So you can really go a lot of ways. So starting in Atlanta, Evan Turner. I mean, this is just secondary 12, 14 minutes a game. Achilles injury has him questionable. Uh, Alan Crabb, Kevin Huerter, DeAndre Hunter would all see some sort of increase in minutes or stability in minutes. For Cleveland, Larry Nance Jr., uh, $4,000 questionable with a knee. Uh, Chetty Osmond would see more minutes at the four, which would help Kevin Porter Jr. Also see more minutes at the three. For Detroit, Blake Griffin, Derek Rose and Luke Kennard are all questionable. If Griffin was to miss, Markeith Morris would start, and Andre Drummond would see a production and point-per-minute benefit. Uh, Derek Rose, you would see Bruce Brown see a bigger bump, and Kennard if he played. If Kennard is out, Galloway, Bruce Brown, and Tony Snell would see bumps. So going over to Golden State, Eric Pascal and Glenn Robinson. The third are questionable. Um, guys like Alec Burks, Damian Lee, Jordan Poole would see more run for Robinson, who does play 32 minutes per game. And Pascal playing 30 minutes per game, you'd see some Glenn Robinson if he played seeing a bump. And then all the bigs, Kevon Looney, Amari Spellman, Marquise Chris, all those players would see more run as well. In Memphis, Jonas Valanciunas, who missed the last game, is questionable with a foot injury. Solomon Hill started last game for him. Uh, he would benefit Brandon Clark, Jaron Jackson Jr., Bruno Caboclo. Lots of different pieces benefiting. The most would be whoever starts. And then also Jaron Jackson Jr. would get a lot more minutes at the five, likely backing up whoever starts for Joe Val if he missed. For Miami, Justice Winslow remains out. Kendrick Nunn, Tyler Hero, Jimmy Butler, the biggest benefactor is there. 
Minnesota goal uh, for Minnesota against Golden State. Carl Anthony Towns questionable with a knee. Uh, Dang would be starting again at the five. There's no still Jake Lehman, so Robert Covington would pick up a lot of minutes at the four with a rebounding rate boost. Jordan Bell a little bit, and then overall usage bumps and productivity bumps for Andrew Wiggins and Teague at their price points. Orlando, no Michael Carter-Williams. Helts Fultz a little bit. Markel Fultz stabilized around 28 to 30 minutes. Gives DJ Augustine a boost of probably three to four minutes. Terrence Ross, maybe. So not major news there for Michael Carter-Williams. Only been playing around 10 minutes per game as of late. For Phoenix, DeAndre Ian is out with his ankle injury, and Ricky Rubio is questionable. Aaron Baines played, I believe, 26 minutes in the last game. He's dirt cheap today in a tough matchup versus Denver, but he'll be filling in, likely starting at center. Frank Kaminsky should see some run there as well. And then Dario Sarch. Ricky Rubio is questionable, like I said. So Devin Booker would get a big bump in usage and assist rate if Rubio is out. Kelly Oubre Jr. would actually pick up some point guard usage. And then whoever starts at point guard would be a nice play as well with Javon Carter and Eli Okobo. In Portland, Carmelo Anthony's questionable with a knee. Missed the last game, and Scal played 26 minutes uh, in his place at the four, pretty much. Tolliver getting to 22 minutes. So Scal becomes a really nice play today. I believe still in the really cheap $3,500 range if there's no Carmelo Anthony. Keep an eye on his injury. Bogdan Bogdanovich for Sacramento against Houston, 4,900. Questionable with an ankle. Corey Joseph, Yogi Ferrell would see some sort of a boost, but Justin James has been seeing a lot more minutes um, in the mid-20s with no Bogdan as of late at the small forward position. Davis Bertans, this is just nuts. Davis Bertans is out for Washington today with a quad injury. They're already down Rui Hechemaria. He got kicked where the sun don't shine. He's out for like another four games. They're already down Thomas Bryant and Mo Wagner and all of these players. Now they're down Davis Davis Bertans. They only have Admiral Schofield. They're gonna have to sign somebody. Bring them up from the G League at the four today. And on DraftKings, only Schofield is the only viable playable today due to injury power forward. And he's been terrible. At the five, they have a couple of centers, but that's not really changing much. They're splitting their 48 minutes and neither for the most part are that productive where the price points lie. And then at the three, Troy Brown Jr. might be forced to play more of the four today, which should open up some room for Garrison Matthews at the th- at the three and Troy Brown more at the four. So Lots of just weird ways this can go. I have no idea. Troy Brown is the guy that I think gets the biggest bump. And also, Isaiah Thomas has suspended two games for going over to the fan, I believe, and saying you shouldn't be saying that stuff, whatever it might be, during the middle of the game. So he suspended two games. That helps Ish Smith the most. So you just have a really, really banged up, suspended team here. Ish Smith, Bradley Beal, um, Bonga, and maybe Troy Brown starts at the four, or Schofield starts. This this is what the team might be. Ish Smith, Bradley Beal, um, Bonga slash Troy Brown, whoever starts at the three, Schofield at the four, and then Mahimni at the five. That is a disgusting team, um, but should be a lot of points to go around in usage. Uh, Interesting at their price points for sure. Let's go right into the early interest. I'll put it on the target offense sheet. If you want to take a screenshot, you can. I'm just not going to break down on the big 11-game slate. Uh, Monday Night Football video is also out for the showdown tonight. Packers and Vikings, pretty good game. Lots of interesting ways to go in showdown. So you can take a picture of this if you would like. Um, I'll move forward. It'll be on the projections for the NBA. I will link up right now as we get into the early interest. I'll link up my Patreon right above. A little pop-up will come up. You can click on that to head over to Patreon if you're interested in checking out what it is. But I do NBA player projections updated up until lock and i also will uh take a look at uh, my player pools as well so getting into this now i put a ton of players on this list 28 is the most i've ever done in a video so i'll I'll briefly go down through this for the people on the audio version touch on where i'm going but there's just so many options in all of the ranges the pricing is soft across the board whether it's all the way up at the top eleven thousand dollar james harden who is literally averaging over 62 63 fantasy points per game this year they have him at a price point where he more times than not is easily going to smash us in 5x and a good majority of the time probably a third of the time will go in there in 6x so 
quarter or a third of the time. So yes, I have a lot of interest in Harden. Can you get to Harden? Yeah, you can get to him pretty easily. The 4K range is stacked. There's multiple 3K options just built into this slate, keeping in mind it's an 11-game slate and there should be a lot more injury news coming out later in the day that just adds even more value. Honestly, the 5K range is loaded. The 6K range has a ton of upside for 40, 50-point performances. So yeah, you can easily get to James Harden and lock in his 55 to 65 points and feel good about it. You could also build in the mid-range. So Harden at 11,000 is in play for me. Uh, Bradley Beal at 9,300 is probably one of the payup options that's the most overpriced, but you look at the guy's team. No Isaiah Thomas, assist percentage goes up for Beal. The guy's already shooting a season high in three-pointers, shooting a season or driving a, a career high, uh, season low in three-point percentages, but season high in attempts. So he's doing everything already. Now he might see a bump to his assist percentage with no Isaiah Thomas. There's nothing else on this team. Um, Driving against New York is an issue, though. So at 9,300, I'm going to put Bradley Beal in question in yellow because out of all these payup options, he might be the one I like the least, but I still like the guy, right? You're getting 40 minutes out of Bradley Beal in this one where he has a 32-plus percent usage rate, and that's with Isaiah Thomas on the court for some of it. So I do like that. My concern would be Bradley Beal's drive rate against New York. They're just a ton of bigs for 48 minutes, right? Um, with Bobby Portis, with Julius Randle, with... Taj with Mitchell Robinson, all four of those guys are going to suck up all the minutes at the four and the five for the entire game. It's really hard to drive on all those guys. You factor in Mitchell Robinson's block upside. Maybe it hurts Bradley Beal a little bit. Nikola Jokic at 9,100 against Phoenix. He'll go up against Aaron Baines and Frank Kaminsky here. No DeAndre Ayton. Honestly, it might be an even easier matchup if Ayton was in over Baines. I think it would be, in my opinion. Uh, 31 plus minutes per game, a 27% usage percentage, top 1% for assists in um, for centers and assists. It's great at 9,100. Kyle Lowry at 8,800, keeping in mind that this team is still just so beaten up. No Norman Powell, no Siakam, no Marcus All. Dropped a 60-point game last time out, Lowry. Look, I think he's completely fine here. $8,800 against Indy. It's a tougher matchup for guards, but you're getting 40 minutes out of a guy who probably in this one comes in with over 30% usage. We'll track Fred Van Vliet's status. He left last game and then came back to the bench last night, I believe. So I would keep it or yesterday afternoon, evening, I would keep an eye on that. He should be able to play since he came back, but we'll see if there's any swelling. $8,800 seems steep for a guy like Lowry, but I just don't know how he doesn't get there. The fantasy points per minute production and the usage is insane with no Siakam, not even to keep in mind, no Powell for depth at his position has to play 40 minutes a game now. And then no Gasol will also just help overall usage per 48 or per 36, but the guy might play 48. Um, Damian Lillard at 8,300 against New Orleans, a great spot with no defense for guards. Lonzo coming off the bench still should really help Damian Lillard. 30% usage, 37 minutes per game. I like him at 8,300. He seems underpriced, um, like $1,000 less for uh, Lillard compared to Beal. Seems like a really nice value on Lillard compared to Beal. Vooch at 8,200 versus Chicago, one of the best rebounding spots you can find for a center. Vooch at 8,200 just seems like a really solid cash option. Now, there's so many centers on this slate that I don't know if you have to prioritize an $8,200 Vooch. We have some really cheap centers that we'll get to in a second in the 4 or 5K range that I think are really nice. So it's tough for me to recommend getting to Vooch. Like, just in, on his team in a vacuum in this, in this game, he looks great. But context of the slate paying up for Vooch at 8,200. Yeah, it's probably a pretty secure 40, 45 fantasy points, but is it the 50 or 60 that you need? And also there's guys in the four or five K range at center that I think can drop 35 to 40 as well. So bonus at 7,800, probably the game of the year for him the last time out where he was questionable. They said that he'll probably be playing today. It is against Toronto, but keep in mind, no Marcus also half of his minutes when Ibaka is not out there um, will be pretty light. No Siakam. So overall, it'll be a pretty light matchup for Sabonis, who has made do in just the toughest of matchups. He still gets there in fantasy. So Sabonis is having just a breakout year right now, playing at the four, getting all of his minutes at backup five behind Turner. 
I like Sabonis in his 35 minutes a game, 24% usage, rebounding rate, great as it has been. Uh, Sabonis at 7,800 is fine. Russell at 75, price point's getting down on D'Angelo Russell. The concern here is the minutes. Does he go out and play 28 minutes? Well, yeah, you're not going to get there. But does he have his 32 to 34-minute game tonight in a really good spot against Minnesota? Shooting guard eligibility, 33% usage rate. It could be worth the risk. Now, there's so many options that you don't have to take that risk, but I think Russell comes in with lower ownership today. It's all about the minutes, and really, at this point, um, I'll probably project him for 30, and he'll look like a good play. LaMarcus Aldridge at 7,300 versus Memphis. Keep an eye on Joval. If there's no Joval, this is an even better matchup for Aldridge, going up against, like, Solomon Hill at the 5. They might have to start Kobokolo at the 5. Who knows what they end up doing there. Maybe they go Jaron Jackson at the 5 and Clark at the 4 for the first time that we would see that, I think, all year. Um, So I, I do like... Aldridge here at 7,300. It's a fair price point. 33 minutes per game, 23% usage rate. Uh, with DeJounte Murray playing more on the court, it does not seem to be hurting uh, Aldridge. And those minutes for Murray are still pivoting between the 24 now as a low point instead of a high point to the 28 range. So the less minutes Murray plays, it seems like the better for Aldridge's rebounding rate and overall usage. Julius Randle might be one of the best plays in the slate. Look, this game should stay close. All the Knicks and Washington players should be playing the entire game here. Washington beat up. The Knicks are bad, but um, a little bit better since, at least rotation-wise, uh, since the Fisdale firing. Randle at 6,700 will be going up against Jan Mahimney. We'll be going up against Troy Brown at the four today. Uh, Admiral Schofield. This is a really good spot for Julius Randle at 6,700. He's one of my priority plays today. Um, I really don't know how Randle doesn't go out there and get 40 fantasy points in this one as long as he's playing his normal 34 minutes. Kelly Oubre, I have in yellow at 6,600. I just like him. He's going to get point guard usage. Tough matchup, so that's why I have him in yellow. And also, it's not a guarantee he gets the point guard usage. I like Kelly Oubre today if there's no Ricky Rubio. If not, I probably won't get there. Fixing out or... Finishing at the 6K range, De'Aaron Fox, we'll see if he keeps playing off the bench, even if he does, 30 minutes off the bench at 6,400 and a really nice spot against Houston here, 30% usage in his smaller sample size this year, I like that. Tristan Thompson just continues to be a safe cash game play, really good spot against Atlanta for rebounding, 20% usage, uh, career highs in rebounding rates, he's approaching 31 minutes per game, that all seems fine to me. Uh, Will Barton, 62, is just like a secondary interest. Uh, Mitchell Robinson getting priced up there now, but again, really good matchup against Washington. Block upside is there for a guy on Beal who drives a ton, similar with A. Schmidt. So I think that Tristan Thompson... Will Barton, Mitchell Robinson in that range, all are like secondary options for me on this slate. Marvin Bagley at 5,700, hoping that he rejoins the starting rotation because the second he does and plays 34 minutes, he's going to smash a $5,700 price tag. But either way, even off the bench in 28 to 30 minutes, he's completely fine. Fine matchup against Houston. He would match up nicely against Tucker, in my opinion. Jeff Teague, I like a lot more if there's no... I probably don't play Teague if there is Carl Anthony Towns. If Towns is out, I like Teague a lot more. One of my favorite point guard plays... Tomas Sadoransky is just underpriced. The guy's playing 35 minutes a game now. Now I get it, he's facing Orlando, which for guards isn't the worst of matchups against Fultz and Fournier. So a point guard small forward eligible. You can literally put this point guard who's playing 35 minutes a game in your small forward spot. Now I get it, he's playing on Chicago where Dunn handles the ball and Levine's very ball dominant with usage. But it's still $5,600 guy who's going to go out there and play 34 minutes for you tonight. Uh, Tomas Sadoransky is way too cheap. Alec Burks, a secondary option, still is going to get the shot attempts. Keep an eye on Glenn Robinson. That might increase the stability of the minutes for Burks. Derek Favors at 5,200, one of those centers that I really like. Powerful or eligible. Goes up against Portland today, so we'll see if Carmelo Anthony plays. Would be better for a guy like Favors. But one-on-one against Whiteside, I'm not too concerned about that for Favors. It's a really good spot if you're getting Favors who played 27 minutes in the last one. 
They said his minutes limit will be between 27 and 29 for that game. If you get 28 to 30 minutes out of favors in this one at 5,200, that's a really good spot to be in uh, for a guy who's just in his career over a fantasy point per minute got producer. Chris Dunn at 5,000, sort of a secondary interest, more of like a secure, if this was a smaller slate or wasn't as much value, he'd be a really good play because he's just a secure 20 to 25 with 30 plus upside at this point at 5k but it seems like there's just so many good plays around him like i would much rather play sataransky in favors and some cheaper guys than done today but he's still in play in a player pool troy brown at 4800 he might be forced into playing the four he's so undersized so i mean these positions don't really matter but he's going to be forced into more minutes that's for sure right there's no isaiah thomas and now no davis bertans to put into the no Rui, no thomas bryant no mo wagner you're probably going to see your first 32 plus minute game out of troy brown today i wouldn't be shocked if it's more Aaron Baines at 4,700. Really tough matchup against Denver, especially if Paul Millsap returns today. Um, but I think it's fine. He's $4,700. He played 26 minutes in the last one. I think it's only up from there, but we'll keep an eye on it. Really good for a point per minute producer who I think you have to keep Aaron Baines out there even more against guys like um, against guys like uh, Jokic compared to Frank Kaminsky. Frank Kaminsky will just get eaten alive out there. Ronde Hollis Jefferson, 4,500, and Ishmith, 4,500. More usage starting at the point now for Ishmith at $4,500 is, is just too cheap against the Knicks. He's probably going to be one of the highest home players in the slate, and he probably should be. Uh, Ronde Hollis Jefferson at 4,500, going to play a stable 28 to 30 minutes against Indy. Tougher matchup down low for him. He's not a priority for me, more of a secondary interest. Yama Himney, going to have to play 20 plus minutes here, maybe closer to 24. Tough matchup against the Knicks. Mahimney, if he was somebody who picked up any ownership, he's an easier fade for me. I just don't think he's that good of a basketball player, even if he gets the minutes. Paul Mills, Paul Mills at 4,200 is probably somebody who goes overlooked against Phoenix today. If he starts, it's going to be really hard to see him not play his average of 25 minutes. If he was to get you a 26 to 28 minute game, he's a smash play even at 24 minutes at 4,200, let alone if he gets to 26 to 28 keep an eye on Millsap today. I really like him. He continues to just go under-owned, even though he's playing the four against a team that has no rebounding threats in Phoenix. Chris Bouchard at 3,500, played 24 minutes in the last game, has been a fantasy point per minute producer. These injuries to Toronto are going to leave a lot more Chris Bouchard opportunities. Tough matchup for sure, but he's 3,500. He's definitely in play and he's way too cheap. That is it. Those are my early interests. The injury dashboard I will bring you back to and leave you on it. That. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let me know in the comments down below who's your favorite 6K play of the day. Must be a follow, a subscriber. Must be must hit that notification bell, and you will be entered into a $10 giveaway for this video via PayPal, Venmo, whatever it might be. If you're listening on the audio version, be sure to hit the five star rate and review. Your rate and review, and if you leave the exact same answer to the question, best 6K play of the day. You will be entered into the same contest, but you'll have three entries. So if you're listening on YouTube, you can head over and do that on the audio version linked up down below to iTunes. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great rest of your Monday. Check out the Monday Night Football Showdown video, and I will see you in the next one. Peace out, gang. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. And before you go, if I can get you to subscribe and follow the podcast, download a few if you wish. But if you enjoyed this podcast, if you could please subscribe, helps me out, helps support it. So thank you so much, and I will see you in the next one.